Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to the Ranger Report. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go! This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers, from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now... Here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Welcome, everybody, to the Ranger Report podcast. We are always coming to you from the Preferred Health Solutions online studio, and we are also your Texas Ranger source of Fans First Sports Network. Be sure to check out fansfirstsports.com and all the greatness that the new network brings to the table. We are also brought to you by Dallas Sports Nation and, as always, brought to you by Walton's Everything But The Meat. I'm CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the X-rated Twitter program thing. Ben is not going to be with us tonight as he partied too hard last night and hurt himself. So, uh, But I guess if he was going to get injured, I'm sure he doesn't mind if it was uh, – Injury from celebrating a momentous occasion, but I do have two of our closest friends also hosting with me tonight. Boys, tell them who you are. What up, y'all? It's Kane here. Uh, I also partied too hard last night and lost about 75% of my voice, and the rest of it will be lost at the parade tomorrow. So, go team. Kane going to the parade. Tyler? I am Tyler Nielsen. You can find me on that porn site at TPN 1983. Let's go, guys. Let's go. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. The Rangers are the 2023 World Champions. I cannot. I it just it still hasn't set in. It's it's I don't know. I mean, what a what a, what a moment last night was. Uh, let's 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 get let's start there because uh, obviously uh, all of us had a whole lot of emotion. When Sporzy, Josh Spores hammered that curve over, struck out Marte, and sent us to the promised land with World Series championship, Kane. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty darn cool. It still still hasn't set in yet. Um, 
obviously being born and raised here. I mean, this, this Metroplex was just seeking this and just waiting for this moment to finally get it. Um, while I'm here, if I haven't gotten back to your calls or texts, I really apologize. I will try to get back to you as best I can. But um, no, but it's just it's a super cool moment um, for me personally. You know, I know um, I used to act like I was Ian Kinsler in front of my TV every night when I was six. And so um, I know baby Kane is is really excited and um, shoot, big Kane is pretty excited, too. Um, but I mean, what a crazy ride, like just reflecting back on it. I remember my first day I had a little first day of school sign that my mom made me that uh, when I went to work the first day this year, um, it was it was in it was way back in April or May. And now we're here however many months later and got a ring on ring on her fingers. Pretty darn cool. Tyler, you and I were uh, were going back and forth, and then all of a sudden it just stopped. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to jinx it towards yeah. the end. I just, I just think me, you, and Ben kind of just decided, hey, let's just enjoy the last six out, six outs, nine outs of this game. And I think it was more closer to three outs. Actually, when we got the insurance runs and felt good with the Simeon home run, that's when I felt like I was like, yep, we're going to be World Series champions. And I'm not going to lie, gentlemen. I cried like a bitch. Um, <laughs> I I had tissues. I was crying and crying. Uh, 40 years, you know, since I was in diapers, I've watched this team through the worst of times. I mean, through God knows how awful we were. And I've seen them get to the World Series and be so close to get to achieving that goal and to lose it, especially against the Cardinals. But to finally get over that hump, you know, where here we are sitting here on November the 2nd saying we're world series champs, you know, and Kane made a really good point. You know, I went to game two of the world series and you could just tell the passion of those fans in Arlington, the DFW area, all, I mean, just surrounding area, those fans more than anything deserve this, you know, the players, of course, but the fans have waited and waited and waited for so long to finally grasp that freaking world series trophy. And to say that their team is the world series champions. Uh, it's pretty cool. I want to say too, I haven't really like wrapped it up on social media or anything wrapped up the thing, but I just want to say like, thank you to everybody. Every, every time I went to work, it's popping, you know, it's packed. Um, you know, fans are, people are recognizing me and recognizing other people that I work with. And like, you know, this, you know, I know DFW is so legit because I'll go to, I'll go to Dallas wings games and I'll, or I'll go to the freaking Panther city lacrosse games and it's packed and people love it. And I know that's like DFW is a sports town. And like, I mean, they show up and they support, I mean, you know, we won and there's fireworks going off. I heard fireworks outside of my house. People are, people are texting in the the neighborhood app that my mom has like, did somebody die or something? Right. right <laughs> one. And so it's like, I mean, I know, you know, like y'all deserve this man. Like, this is awesome. I mean, just, to see and i'm so excited to go party with five hundred thousand of y'all tomorrow it's going to be unreal we'll see yeah, the, the scene oh, at, at, at texas live boys <laughs> Ooh, it still gives me chills just to think about it go ahead tyler uh, i was gonna say i was watching i don't know if y'all saw the video but the mavericks played last night and after the game yeah. all the fans stuck around you know they they stayed till after the game and they put the world series game on the that new yeah. jumbotron they have there at the stadium and they were going absolutely insane. It's just like Kane said, it, the whole area, you know, they all support each other. You see players, you know, from the Cowboys go to the Ranger game from the Mavericks and you see it vice versa. You see Ranger games attending their games. And it's cool to have a community like that, that support each other. And 
like I said, all three of my teams, my bucket list is checked off now. My Cowboys have won a Super Bowl. The Mavericks have won a championship, and now I can finally check the one off with the Texas Rangers or the World Series champions. Yeah, Tyler, and you were you were at game two, like you said, and there was it was a party all day long. It was <laughs> so, absolutely insane. Talk about and that. Of course, at the only game I go to, they lose, but hey, they're World <laughs> Series champs. And yeah. I kind of figured going to the game with Corey would probably would lose. Yeah, he's but, not uh, allowed to go back to playoff games or important games. He can go to uh, like a June game. Yeah, or he's barred right now from, from yeah he's barred that's what i said but yeah <laughs> like you were saying the the atmosphere for game two it was absolutely insane i mean we got to texas live around one o'clock and people were already flooding in you know they were just game didn't start till seven six hours before and next thing you know you start looking around you know we walked out of texas live a few times to see the crowd growing and growing next thing you know it looked like a bunch of ants around there i was like wow this is really cool but you know the crazy part too is like something that speaks volumes about this this Metroplex is that yes it's like that in the World Series but I'll show up to work in a June game and there's people waiting outside and I'm walking in the gates and I'm like the gates don't open for two hours and y'all are just standing right here. we had so many sellouts so many so many times I felt like a broken record tweeting limited tickets remain you know X Y and Z and so it's like these people have been supporting this team all year and. To finally get this, it's, um, you know, like y'all deserve it. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, and it, it kind of showed the new guys, and not just this year, but last year as well. The guys, obviously, Seeger, Simeon, John Gray, and then this year, uh, DeGrom, even though he, obviously we lost him earlier in the season. But Nate Uvalde and, and, and the new, just the newest guys, this, this city, this fan base will back you to the very, very, very bitter end. And if, if, uh, if they didn't remember how big the, how much that this fan base backed the Rangers in 2010 and 2011, well, they were reminded in a big, big way. And I think, I think really, obviously this one meant so much coming off of the 2011, that one still, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't relax until that last hour was recorded. I just going it just I just had bad bad thoughts of 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 2011 and and it, once that happened like I knew I was going to yell and then that curveball happened and you get the strike 3 and I my first reaction was he got him right as the pitch was coming in and when the when the out happened and they start celebrating I just sat there with my hands just like this mm-hmm. and and just watched this watched the TV and just, just kind of soaked it in, and I actually didn't scream. I didn't, I didn't yell or nothing. I just sat it's there. One of those, and, it's one of those feelings where it's just a numb feeling because you, yeah. you never, you know, especially me and you, CJ, we're a little bit older than Kane, but you know, we've never, you know, forty years going through this dang near, and to see it finally happen, yeah, it's kind of one of those moments, like you said, it's like you have no words to say. You just want to watch and enjoy every moment, like watching them all come together on the, you know, um, on the pitching mound and all that stuff. It was really cool. Yeah. I was, I was glued to it. And, uh, you know, it, it, we had the Cowboys dominance, obviously Tyler and I remember that, but we were kids. It, yeah. that was, that was, that was different as an adult now. I mean, yeah, I'm 39, but I've been waiting for this to happen for 40 years. Yeah. Do the math. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for me, I've never seen a sports championship between us. So this was, this was cool. But since I didn't have, you know, I, I, I didn't really think back on 2010, 2011 with any fond memories. Cause I was so young, but honestly, when they won, like I just kind of started thinking back to just 
you know, when I was little, I started thinking back to, you know, my mom, my grandma taking me to games at the old stadium. My mom, my dad, no matter every single year we were there, no matter how much they suck, you know. Um, and then I just started thinking about, you know, when I started working, like just if it feels like every game I go work, which is a lot like my family is there and they're supporting. And and so it's, it's awesome. Um, and just that that's kind of what I drew back on is like just a cool moment and like man like god is good like to have this platform let alone like win or lose like to have this platform to glorify the lord is honestly like you know was such a blessing in its own right um but the fact that they came out on top is just like you know perfect storybook ending and it's like it's i want to one thing too i remember i tweeted this out but um i remember when i was real little i was six in 2011 but i remember my dad showing me on youtube the video of nelson cruz's walk off grand slam when I was like, Hey dad, I like baseball. And he's like, watch this video. And I was like, okay, I'm going to show my kids Adolis Garcia's walk off grand slam in game yeah. one, 2023 world series. And so it's really, really cool. And it's yeah. grand slam to, to bust up the Astros. <laughs> yeah. Kane, Kane, it kind of shows you how old or how, how young you are and how yeah. much older we are, because you're talking about the old stadium. I remember going to games with my parents Arlington at the stadium. old Arlington stadium, the yeah. very first stadium. And I can remember watching Nolan Ryan going to games and watching Nolan Ryan pitch, Kenny and then Rogers, going to Charlie those, Huff, Charlie yeah. Huff, all of them. You had uh, Sandberg or, or uh, Sunberg, Jim Sunberg, and then and obviously then, you had Julio Franco. Julio Franco, man, you can't forget Keaton about Julio. Yep, I remember all those good times, but I also remember, you know, fortunately for me now, I've got to go to all three stadiums, and they have definitely changed throughout the years. I can say that much. <laughs> yeah, that old Arlington Stadium. We were due for the for the uh, the ballpark in Arlington, which is what it was called at first. And I then, still miss the ballpark, though. I'm not gonna I lie. I do. I know it was hot, but you know what? If you, I I sat in the shade, you know, behind home plate or behind the first baseline, a third baseline, whatever. And I've also sat in the in the left field stands where the sun's just beating down on you, and in a in the middle of the summer. But I was just the the atmosphere there and the ball the ballpark itself was beautiful. No, oh, yeah, I, I, I love it, and I'm I'm glad it's still. They decided to use that as part of a the whole Texas Live experience as well. But and what's really uh, cool about that stadium is they took they the when they built the stadium they took one piece of everything from every stadium in MLB at the time. It yeah. kind of incorporated that for their own stadium. So like, if you walk through that stadium, you know if you remember back in the day, you can look at things and be like, oh, that kind of looks like Camden Yards, or this one looks like mm -hmm. you know Fenway. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of dimensions and stuff that are the same, and it's pretty cool. Tomorrow, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of history. Actually, um, that's part of the that's part of the parade thing. Is they're going to have the old stadium open um, for like concessions, bathroom, or whatever. But I think it's going to be really cool. Um, you know, on a day where the Rangers just won their first World Series, I, I haven't been back since since the last game of the of 2019. I haven't been back. So on the day the Rangers win their World Series, I'm going to go back to the ballpark where I went to my first ever MLB game. Like that's pretty darn cool. pretty special. That's neat. That's that will be neat. neat. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're going to hit a break here real quick, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what happened yesterday uh, and the day before, because the last time we we talked, we were coming off of – it was a 1-1 split at home, and we, uh, we, we had to go play three there, but the Road Warriors were the Road Warriors. That's what they had to be. They had they won more games on the road than at home. 11-0, Yes, sir. 11-0 on the road. Only won two home games. Incredible. So that's just that's just wild. And it's not an indictment on the fans at all because that place was electric. And all the – we have three games at home, I think. Correct. So 
Uh, yeah, yeah. We have one against we have one against Baltimore, and then two against uh, we have two against Houston, and then okay, so five. Oh no, we had three. We had three against Houston. Yeah, yeah, we had three against Houston. Okay, so one fourth. I'm I'm trying to do math in my head. Anyways, six games, and we only won two. So we won the Baltimore walk or the uh, yeah, it was the Baltimore. Anyways. We won the damn World Series, and we're going to We break. won the damn World Series. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back with you. are listening to the Ranger Report. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And welcome back to the Ranger Report podcast. We are here celebrating the night after the Rangers became World Series champions for the first time in franchise history. So we're going to talk a little bit about the game last night, and uh, it was just a uh, it was a, a game of polar opposites for both teams because Nathan Uvalde, for I think they said the third time in his entire career, walked five batters in a game, but he fought. He still fought through six scoreless innings. And then on the other side, their guy is throwing a no hitter through six. <laughs> so uh, let's start with Kane. What was, what was your thoughts? Like fifth, sixth inning, we're getting no hit and, well, and you've all these scratching and clawing. And it just seems like every inning I, you're having to clinch your butt pretty hard. I mean, that was the Zach Gallon that showed up for most Gallen of the, was, the guy that's good. probably going to win the Cy Young. Um, I mean, he was as advertised. He hadn't been that playoffs. Like this playoff run, he was yeah, you know, had a, a, over, um, over but, five ERA. Yeah. Yeah. To show up and shove like that. And his stuff was nasty, too. I mean, it was on like it was, you know, he was making guys look silly. And it was it was honestly for me. Those are my favorite games. The zero zero low scoring games. Oh, yes. I love those them. are the most fun to watch to me. And that and it was it was really fun to watch. And then you got Evaldi and he's like, he's been there and done that. So he knows how to win with his B stuff. You know, he probably didn't have his A stuff, but he had stuff and he knows how to win with it. Um and so that that's just I think it kind of sums up just what the team did the whole year, right? Like they weren't always in the greatest spot this year, but they they dug out and they found a way to win always. And so um, for Evaldi to give the performance that he did, especially with I know I don't want to talk about the what ifs, but it's like you know there there was a decent amount of pressure on him for that being a game five. Scherzer mm-hmm. was done. The bullpen was the bullpen wasn't in a great spot, even though they had just it seemed like they blew out the Diamondbacks in the fourth game, but you know. They came back and made it close. The Rangers had a little bit of a game, yeah, there at the end. They just had to dig into the bullpen a little more than they would have liked to. So there was a decent amount of pressure on him, and, you know, he stepped, he stepped up, and just like he has the whole postseason, he, was, he started, he's the ace for a reason, so. Yeah, I think that's well said. Um, it's, I mean, they call him Nasty Nate for a reason, and you look at throughout his whole career, like I've mentioned before, this guy is absolutely incredible when it comes to the postseason. Don't get me wrong, he is really, really good in the regular season, too. But for some reason in that postseason, I mean, did you, did y'all see last night? Did y'all see the list of players he joined in mm-hmm. the postseason, like with his his stats and stuff in, in the mm-hmm. postseason career? I was like, wow, 
And honestly, I wasn't too worried. Um, the way Gallon was pitching, I was like, yeah, we might get shut out. I mean, like, honestly, I thought he might pitch a no-hitter, to be completely honest, because he was absolutely filthy last Pitch night. Pitch count was really it low. Was really low, exactly. And that's when I started getting worried, and I was like, you know, was, I really came into the game not expecting to win this game, to be completely honest. And that sounds pretty bad with Devaldi being on the mound. But I was like, yeah, they're going to do it in front of their home crowd. They're going to get home, and they'll wrap it up in game Yeah, six. that was but, their last That was their last home game of the year, regardless yeah, of how the Indian right. was. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I mean, I think if it came down to the MVP, it was either going to be Seager or it's going to be Evaldi. But I mean, Seager, I mean, hands down. And I called that. I called Seager getting the MVP. Yeah, a couple games ago. Yeah, and I was, yeah. I was, you know, and we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about that here in just just a moment. But uh, Kane, you made a great point of of uh, that is the farther the game got, really. You kind of and, and you and Ty, you you and Tyler both great 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 points, but I, like the farther the game got, each inning it seemed like the, the the Diamondbacks were getting more and more deflated the longer it got because they had so many scoring opportunities, opportunities that they right. that they did not cash in, and it seemed like once it got to that seventh inning, Arizona had spilled its bucket, and that's when the Rangers really came alive in the playoffs throughout the playoffs at seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, and they're either going to make a comeback or they're going to put you away. And they did exactly that, exactly that, starting in the seventh inning. That's a great point, too. And you also got to think about how the rally got started. You know, Corey Seager was off the end of his bat going to the opposite yeah, side just of the a field. Dinker. And then all of a sudden, you have back to back hits. And I mean, it seemed like once Corey Seager got that base hit, they were like, all right, guys, come on, let's get this, let's get this shit going. And you could see the other players since that. And yeah, of course, you can see Austin Hedges in the dugout going, you know, going crazy and stuff, which is fun like to see. <laughs> but um, you know, when we left with only one run, and was it the seventh inning? We only had one run. So I was like, we, man, we, we needed we got one run. We needed it. We should we should have gotten a cup. You know, cash in. Yeah, exactly. Run. That's when I kind of got a little nervous. I was like, because like like you said, CJ, you made a really good point. They squandered a lot of guys on base. They left a lot of opportunities out there throughout the game. Oh, and lot. you would. And I was thinking, I was like, okay, they're eventually going to get some of these runs in. So we need to post some runs up. But fortunately for us, our bullpen came in. Avaldi does what he always does. Our bullpen came in and looked freaking – believe it or not, Chapman looked pretty freaking good last he night. He did. It just yeah. – I was so glad to see him leave, and we still had to lead because that's hopefully the last time we have to watch him go out there. He won't, he won't be back next year. <laughs> he won't be back. And you know what? He, he had some great contributions, you know, from his time that he came here. But, you know, it, it was just always a nerve wrack. Every t- every single time it was in the you got, playoff you, team great out there. Well, yeah, Josh Bores. Go ahead. I was gonna say if, I'll tell you one thing. If you want to win a World Series, this is the key to winning the World Series. I figured out. Bruce Sign Bruce. Will Smith in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Only player in Major League history to win three <laughs> World Series in a row with three different different teams. teams. You want to talk about? Look of the draw, you know, and he wasn't even going to be a guaranteed roster. Right. I mean, I didn't think he'd make the roster even when that came down to cut time, but he, he stuck, you know, and good yep. for him. You know, good for him. He had his role too, uh, you know, in the playoffs. I mean, he, he kept a role throughout the season and throughout the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. 
I think going back to the offense real quick is like, you guys made a good point. Um, you know, it, it was, it was kind of like this all year, but it's like the Rangers offense. Yeah. They scored a lot of runs, but they weren't consistently like scoring every single, no. they're, they're, they're not going to punch you a lot, but when they do punch you, it's going to hurt. And they, that's, that's kind of what they do is like, they, they have big innings and they just put you away with the big innings. Right. Like, like, let's be honest, like this year, they left crap ton of people on base. Oh yeah. Every, oh yeah. They left a ton of people on base, but it's like when they do cash through, then they're they're you know, that's that's going to be a tough blow to come back from. And they well, and that happened in the top of the eighth cane. And I was pissed when we left the bases loaded with one out. We had oh, the bases I was loaded with one out. I was so mad. And Tyler knows I I did a little bit of cussing on our text message chain that we had with Ben. I was mad. I was yep. like right then I started those those 2011 Arizona uh, St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, I started getting just real antsy and uh to be honest once we got in the uh, top of the ninth when we got the first two runners on and heim was coming up with runners on first and second i was like this is a perfect time to lay down a bunt that's what i was saying no I was out like, lay down a i was bunt. like lay down a bunt and then first pitch smack smack right yeah and then i was like never mind that works too. yeah that works and then carol misplays it in center and right then dude, i felt my entire body just it was just it, it was such a euphoric feeling like we're going to freaking do it. Exactly. That's exactly how I felt. And then especially after Simeon crushed that. Oh, that run, I was dude, like, how about that after the year, after the playoffs, uh, after his performance without throughout the playoffs, who wanted, who deserved that more than, than Simeon? Yeah. You got to love that. That was him. I mean, you're talking about a dude that played all 170 something games, the captain of the team dudes out there every day, you know, like, yep. I can tell you there's probably been a handful of days where I've walked on the field at work and Marcus Simeon is not out there working out like this dude. It it had to be him. It was, and I feel like I've been saying that a lot, but it's like the clubhouse is just filled with good guys that deserve it. Like, I mean, that's, that's how it is. Like, you know, you go in there it's like, I don't know. There's like certain people that you go around and like, you feel good, you know, after you're done being around them. Like, I feel like that's every interaction that I feel good. Like when you talk to the Texas Rangers and it's like, couldn't have into a better group. Right. And two really cool things I saw today. Um, Corey Seager was the first one coming off the airplay, holding the World Series trophy when they arrived in DFW. And the second thing was Corey Seager won the Man of the Year award for MLB today. Yeah. So I think that's well said about the it character of Simeon. It just says it says a whole bunch about him. You're exactly right. Yeah. It, 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 one thing that's, that's just about the team, and I think Simeon and both – both Simeon and Seager, if you look at all their interviews at the, in the playoffs and even after they 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 won game uh, four and, you know, it was a blow. You know, they had five runs in the second and third inning and they were up 10-0. Ended up, you know, Arizona ended up coming back a little bit and they interviewed Simeon and both he and Seager, same thing last night. They're not even – they asked them questions about their own performance and they shed their light on somebody else. Exactly. They, they've been like players. that all year. They ignore the question completely. And yep. like they talk about how it's, how it's, you know, the guys that set up whatever the success was that they had and the guys that followed and, and took care of their job after, you know, whatever they had done was done. It was so, it's so impressive to watch them interview and they, and they, they had names. I mean, they, they just, I mean, just, they knew uh, it, it was just such a, such a here with spotlights on me. I'm the, you know, I'm Corey Seager. You take it. You take yep, it. You take that's it. That's exactly right. You know, it's, it's, it, it was all team. And then, man, and, and you got a guy like Austin Hedges uh, <laughs> being the, the cheerleader. And you, it, I guess if you look back to the, 
Tyler, you could probably speak on this. Kind of reminds you a little bit of Elvis, but a little bit just different, obviously, in his own Austin Hedges way. But just that goofy guy that that's out there having a blast and just celebrating playing, you know, a man being a man playing a kid's game. Yeah, that's exactly that's well said. And the thing about Austin Hedges, you know, he knew he wasn't going to get no oh, playing yeah. time or anything like that. And he was. But you need that type of player. We've talked about this before. You it's need that type of player in your clubhouse to bring that energy, to have that passion. And Austin Hedges could care less if he was out there on the diamond. If he was in there in the dugout with his teammates and knowing he was making them better by just him being a fan, I mean, he looks like a little kid. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks like a little kid anytime they get a base hit, a home run, especially a home run. Mm-hmm. And he brought that every single every single day uh, since we acquired him from the trade deadline. And you know, he was overlooked for that whole thing. And yeah, he didn't contribute on the field and we didn't expect that from him, Mm-mm. but yeah, he had to come in game three. Yeah. He was our best pitcher. He was our best pitcher there for a good stretch. I know that, yeah, much. that too, but game three, he came in off the bench because the, the pinch ran for Jonah Heim earlier in the game and he came right. in and he's the people just don't understand how good of a catcher he is. Yeah. Jonah Heim is number one in the league in pitch framing. Guess who's number two in the league in pitch framing? It is Austin, Austin Hedges. Hedges. That's so, correct. Yeah, don't 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 slide his defensive game because yeah, he might not be able to hit better than a pitcher, but that dude can play. He's a dirt bag. That's, remember, that's a Ron Washingtonism. That's a Washism dirt bag. And he called Mike Napoli a dirt bag back when he could still catch because the guy gets dirty. He gets out there, he blocks the ball, he, and he and he wrangles the pitching staff. It, he the dirt bag and. That's it, that was awesome, and I want to talk about and Tyler. You're going to know exactly who I'm going to talk about. The unsung hero of the World Series, I believe, would be John Gray. Mm. Let's talk John about John Gray. Gray, without John Gray, I don't. I mean, there, who knows? But I don't think we're sitting here right now talking about. This I don't think so either. Honest. I think we're still playing. Yeah, absolutely. And without John Gray in Game One, and then last night or the other night, uh, two nights ago. I mean, holy cow. Right. And it goes back to exactly what you, I mean, what we've been talking about on this whole podcast, what Kane said, what you've been saying. Um, these guys, it doesn't matter what the, they are willing to do whatever the team asks them to do. And that's what makes you winners in this, in this league, you know, in any league, whenever asked upon, you know, I mean, Greg went out to the bullpen and of course he went on the IL for a little bit, but you know what? He didn't care being out there. They, I saw a great interview with him, and he was like, I'm just going to do whatever they asked me to do. Yeah, him and Heaney and Martin Perez, all the same. Yeah, all the same. Like, you guys could have just been like, nah, screw that. Like, I'm not I'm a starter. Like, I'm not going to the bullpen. Like, it's – Yeah, it's just like when um, Garcia, you know, and Scherzer, when they were out off the roster. And then Jankowski comes in, hadn't picked up a bat in no telling how long, and Talk he comes up guy. and right away just gets a base hit. And it's like, yeah, I could do this. RBI base it. Yeah. And I know I'm getting my games mixed up because it just all seems like a blur and I'm still trying to collect myself. I seriously, today I worked, my body worked. <laughs> I was here working, but my brain was fried. Still, yeah. Just still. And I'll, and I'll tell you, I'll be honest that when we went to the ninth inning, my blood pressure was extremely high. I just, I kind of felt like crap and I'm like, Please end this thing tonight, man. No more. End it tonight, please. Because game six just kept, just kept, to me, it just kept screaming at me. And then 
that top of the ninth really, I mean, it was so much relief. So much. Yeah, relief because if you don't win that game in Arizona last night, and I need Oz looking back on it. And you don't win that game. Now the pressure's all back it's on Texas. On, yeah, it was a hundred percent back on the Rangers to go home. That's and, correct. And all the headlines and all they'd hear all the crap about, uh, you know, not, not very good at home and got you know got swept at home by the Astros and, uh, you know, yada yada yada. But they again eleven and zero on the road. I mean, they had a, a tough, They had a tough slate that they had to go through to make to, to make this happen, and they did it. They that, went to the toughest one, basically. Yes, I mean, they had. Um, they yeah. did. They did. Hundred yeah. percent. I think everything we've talked about tonight kind of just signifies the culture of this team, and not even just the team, like the organization. Like you know, I know like a lot of people are not behind the scenes. Like when I go behind the scenes, like it's the little things to me, right? Like I'll walk into work on Sunday and DJC stats is playing worship music and guest services is greeting me at the door. Like everybody from this organization is taught like, you know, the security guards, the elevator operators, you know, you feel like you have a personal relationship with them. It's like everybody in this organization, top to bottom, like deserves this. And, and it trickles down like, like the team, like, you know, there's a selfless bunch, um, you know, nobody, Nobody in there has ever, and I, I walked in at 16, and nobody in this organization has ever made me feel less than anybody else. Um, That's cool. it, it, honestly, this couldn't have happened to a better, a better group of guys and a better just organization in general. Real yeah, quick, and I'll, I'll be seeing you. Go ahead. Go ahead, CJ. I'll be seeing you next year, Kane. I'll be, I'm going to be coming oh, to come oh. cover some games next year. Well, by the way, speaking of next year, um, CJ, me, my uh, Jamie, were talking about last night. We're going to game one, home game, first home game next yeah. year, and you are coming with us, hundred okay. percent. And we're going to watch them drop the banner for the World Series. Yep, that's a part. That's a great idea. We might have to get on tickets per, like <laughs> pretty quick. <laughs> well, whenever they first come out, it's going to be a while before they go yeah, on sale. But we're going to get saying. them. But um, we're going to have to jump on them. One thing I did like want to point idea. out. Let's, let's give a huge shout out to CY oh, and the job he did. Yeah. Yep. Yep, he pieced it all together. And you know what? Daniels, yeah. John Daniels deserves some credit too. I know there's a lot of people. I don't want to talk about Josh Daniels. I don't I'm not giving him I know, no and I knew that. I knew I knew Tyler would, but he does have a, a, a fingerprint on it, at least. Uh with a lot of the guys that, that the the younger guys that went through the shitty, you know, 2020, 2021, 2022s, and and finally, you know, they grew up. Dane Dunning. And that's someone that cares too. I, like you can truly tell John Daniels cares. I see like even when he stepped away, like I mean, his letter was so genuine and and um, you know, he thanked everybody. And you know, this year he's with the Rays, of course, now. And this year when the race came town, like he's back and you know, I, you see him on the field. It's like that that's somebody that cares. And 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 like has a big part, like you said, like a big part on the team. Like yeah, he, had a, he had a, he had a hand in it. Traded for Jonah Heim for Nathaniel Lowe, gave up basically nothing, you know, Adolis Garcia, he Gave up nothing for him. Drafted Josh Young. Like he has a fingerprint on this team. Absolutely, but see uh, why I think was just it happened at the right time. Yeah, the guy that was just going to come in and 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 put the final pieces together and bring right. the final pieces in. We cannot, we cannot in this podcast tonight without tipping a cap and and being number one, being so happy for. Mike Maddox, because he had to live through that 2011 yep. And you could see the interview with him last night. He was he could barely talk. He was he was he was, he was so emotional. He was and struggling very bad. Bruce Bochy coming out of retirement, 
and setting the tone right away. He said in his first meeting with the Rangers, boys, I didn't come here to lose. That's exactly right. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Bruce Bochy is absolutely nothing like I expected. I kind of expected him to be serious, you know, cares about baseball. Like he's been there, done that. That is like the most genuine, like, you know, he tr- cares about you um, guy that you'll ever meet, like joking, laughing, no matter what the situation is. Like, you know, I remember walking in one day we lost eight games in a row and I'm like, how's Bochy going to be sure enough smile on his face, like cracking jokes is like, and that contributed so much, especially when you lose the division on the last day of the season, got to fly across the country long flight with each other. It's like, you you can't do that with anyone else in the dugout. I mean, like I said, great, great group of guys. But I think, too, going back to how the roster was constructed, it's like, you know, I, I see, you know, <laughs> on Twitter, oh, the Rangers bought the team, whatever. whatever. It's, no, it's, they didn't. it's a mix, right? Like, you're going to have to buy some pieces, but you're also going to have to draft some pieces. That's why I tell people, I'm like, they drafted Evan Carter. They drafted Josh Young. They traded for Heim Low. Yes, they spent big on Simeon and Seager, but it's a mix, right? Because you can't be all in one bag with the buying over the payroll. Then you you got a Mets situation, you know? Mm-hmm. That's exactly and, right. You can't be all the way in the other bag because then you're like the race who, let's be honest, I feel like we talk so much about the race philosophy is so good, but they haven't won anything. Like I, I'm personally, I mean, it's they don't. Yeah, they don't have the ability to go and do what the Rangers did was have their young core and to go get veterans to 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 bring it all to bring the glue in. Right. So yeah. pieces get, they, they, they mastered it. I mean, that's exactly how you want to build a team. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they did exactly what you what you need to do. They grew their own. And they took what they wanted out of out of, and I said this, and I'm proud of myself for this. I put I put this this kind of analogy on it back in 2021, I believe. Me and Ben were on here, and uh, I, we were excited to watch the team of nobodies, you know. Because and I use the analogy, what they're going to do is they're going to put a whole bunch and whole bunch of names and and put them in this pot, and they're going to boil it, and then once it gets to the hottest. They're going to pick the guys out of there who are still at the top out of that water. And they're going to, they're going to take them forward and then start piecing together. And boom, did they do it? Yep. They sure did. And, you know, Kane, I think the last time he was on the episode and I was, I joined, um, Kane made a really good point about this ball club. This team is so resilient. They've been like this all Mm -hmm. year. It doesn't matter. They've always had that mentality. It's the next man up. And it's like I said, when Garcia went down, I wasn't nervous about it. I was like, yeah, you hate to see Garcia go down. I mean, he was crushing the ball. And but honestly, I wasn't afraid when he went down. And that's not an indictment on him at all. Yeah. Let's, I mean, to your point, that's I mean, that's exactly what you're saying. I'm sorry I interrupted you, but yeah. You're I good. mean, it was it was next dude, somebody's gonna step up. And it turned out that guy was Simeon. Well, I was talking yeah. about about this last night i was like how many times in sports does your best your player who's playing best in the postseason go down and you're not worried because like think about if if the lakers are in the playoffs and lebron james goes down they might as well oh, pack yeah. your bags right then and there like right like if the mavs are playing and lucas down go to camp yeah. like you're done but it's like you know baseball is such a unique sport and this team is just like y'all said next man up next man up like i wasn't worried i remember when Garcia went down, I'm about to cover the game from DBU. I walk into the cafeteria. That's all you see on the TVs. Eight cafeteria, eight TVs in the cafeteria. All you see, Garcia's down, Garcia's down. Everyone's like, oh, shoot. And I'm like, they got this. Like, they're good. Like, they're chilling. Lineup is so deep. Like, and sure enough, here we are. <coughs> yeah. 
Yeah, then and the bullpen ended up being a sprint, being a, a strength. Josh Spores mm. was filthy. filthy. Tyler, he was so filthy. Filthy. Tough. Let's start. I kind of wanted. I, kinda, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of wanted to see Leclerc get the final out for the World too, Series, but I mean, they had worked him. I mean, let's be honest. Leclerc had been worked overworked quite a bit the past few days, and I was like, "You got a five zero lead." Forbes was filthy. I was like, "Just finish this shit off, and let's be World Series champions." And you I know can't what I deal think, with it much longer. You know what I think went into it because I was I was surprised not to see Leclerc out there. But all, that's another thing is is we're not we're probably still playing if we don't have Leclerc there. That dude's that dude woof, shut down. Shut down, but when some wars came back out, I was like, "Why? Why is he not bringing in Leclerc?" And then I thought about it for a second, and I'm like, "Because Josh Wars just went and got a K to end the eighth inning in a tight right. situation, and it was just one zero. Yeah. So he had that high emotion, and then you go out there and you put up four runs for him. Yeah, and he's able to relax and come down off that. That's the guy you want back out there. And I like the way Bochi did it last night coming out of the pen. I like that they brought Chapman in the seventh. In the seventh, yes. And instead of the eighth, I, I was like, okay, good. I, I still didn't feel comfortable, trust me, when Chapman came out. I was like, oh, crap, here we go again. And luckily, yeah, he came out erratic like he usually does, but he, he found a way to get out of the inning. That's all that matters. He settled it down, luckily. <laughs> luckily. Oh. Is, all I'm going to say is in July and June, there was a whole lot of people in my Twitter comments that wanted Jose Leclerc and Josh Spores off the team. And now here we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Tadgummit, they just won the World Series. And honestly, though, kind of speaking to what y'all are saying about, you know, the bullpen, I'm at the point where I don't even question Bochy's decision. No. I'm like, I wouldn't have done that. But you know what? Like, nope. I would have done it. Well, even with bringing in Leclerc for the, the blowout game. Yeah, I'm like, I would have I would have left Will Smith in there. But then I was like, you know what? The dude's won three World Series and one of them was against us. I'm going to just shut my mouth. And now he's got a fourth one, one against us and one, one with us. It's just this this year's been fantastically weird. And it It has been the best way it it ended in the best way it possibly. It's been a roller coaster for sure. You know, from the beginning, you know, we started off really good. And then we hit that bump in the road after the all star break where. We lost, what did we lose, 17 out of 21 at one point or 16 out of 21 or something like that. And And you start reading all these tweets and everything and all these Mm -hmm. idiot fans, you know, they're already jumping off the bandwagon. They're like, yeah, they're done. They're not going to even make the playoffs and all that. And luckily, we we almost did not make the playoffs. I will give them that much. We snuck in. But you know what? That just goes to show you right there. It does not matter how you get into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. If you're playing your best ball when you get in the playoffs, and that's exactly what the Rangers did. And they played their best ball throughout the World Series, and that's why they are holding the crown today. And that's, right. that's been how baseball is, though. Like, even 2011, like, the Cardinals weren't supposed to be crap that year. Like, even coming into the playoffs. They, that's that's how it is, man. Like, 2021 was like, they were below 500 at the trade deadline. They won the World Series. Like, that's just how it's the way baseball goes. Yep, yep, you're exactly right. Great point. Sure is. Fellas, this has been an outstanding year. Outstanding yeah. year, crazy year. And all of our emotions came into a big conglomeration of a World Series championship that we can all <laughs> we can celebrate together. And we've we've finally we've happened. Been, yeah, me finally and me have been doing the podcast together again. We did it in the about 2014, 2015. I was I was with him for a while, and then we started back up in 2021, January 2021, and we've been doing it 
weekly since and then you you know Kane comes along and, and Tyler comes back you know I'd been so long since I'd talked to Tyler and it brought our friendship back I mean hell the Rangers helped bring me and Tyler back together really that, that's what baseball and sports yeah. does man and and yeah. here we are Rangers 2023 world champions and phew, I don't I just don't know what else to say that's that, there man, man. I, yeah, don't, I don't know crazy. what else to say. I mean, the Lord don't make mistakes, man. Like it's this thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I get a platform every day, and you know, shout out to the organization. Like, they, you know, they're cool with everything. I get a platform. Where I get to go in and bling, bling glory to God, and every day, you know, and it's never questioned, and and um, they're so open about everything, and it's it's awesome. It's an awesome organization to to be a part of, and um, man, couldn't happen to a better group. And I'm excited. Let's go. Like, let's party tomorrow. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking forward to watching the parade tomorrow. I know Tyler is too. Kane, don't get hurt like Ben did. Oh yeah. No, I, I'll try not. To. Hey, also, if y'all are going, like, don't do anything stupid. Like, come on, yeah. we're all enjoying. Let's, let's let's just party and hug each other and and just watch it and watch watch history. I mean, we're gonna have a great time. Let's go. Five hundred thousand. And no, and no tearing up the city, please. No tearing up the city. Up city. Let's go. Yeah, and and hey, that world. Watch that. Man, I'd I'd cry again whenever I saw Kane. When you see that World Series trophy <laughs> moving on down the street, that's gonna be some emotion right there. I know it. I know it. Yeah, this is. I'm. I'm so excited. This is gonna. It's gonna be awesome. I. I've been. I mean, like, I've been waiting on this day my entire life, which is not as long as most people's entire life, but I still been waiting. Like I said, forty years. I've been waiting. Thirty nine years. Forty years for me. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I, I. I. I started my journey in this life, waiting. <laughs> so. waiting. Yeah. Me and you both. Yeah. Me and you both. Yeah. yeah. Tyler. Tyler's right there with me. All right, fellas. Well, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for a fantastic year. And, and for our numbers are off, are just off the charts. And, and yes, we got a lot of help by the Rangers, and we are happy to t- to just latch our latch our our latch ourselves to their to their uh, wagon. You know, just just jump aboard and just go for the ride. Let them take us take us for it. It's been an absolute blast. And by the way, we're not going nowhere. We'll be back next week. Yeah, Ben and I and, and, and Kane and Tyler, we're going to come up with some new stuff. We're going to come cool. up with some new stuff. We're going to start going to the off season. We're going to st- start talking, hey, Trevor Power, maybe. No. Uh, so maybe, maybe Hater. Maybe, maybe Hater, maybe. Maybe, maybe show maybe. Hey Otani. No, we're not going to go there. But uh, we'll, we're going to have a lot more to come, and it's the off season, so that's Ben and I's prime time season to get some guests on, players, uh, the broadcast teams. We're gonna we're gonna hit up everybody, and uh, we will continue coming back to you. And it's so glad that the last time that we uh, last time we sign off and say goodbye to the regular goodbye to the Texas Rangers season. It's the last day of the season for everybody else, and we're the only ones no, got the trophy. We're the only ones standing standing alive, man. All we right. get a, a parade and the offseason. What a win. Like, sign me Let's up. Go. Let's hey. go. And this morning, this crazy thing, this happened. This is the second time it's happened, but it was crazy that it happened this morning. I get up. I'm doing my morning stuff to get ready for work, and I tell my Echo Pop to play rock, just play rock music. First song. Was Can you higher. take me higher? Yep. I creed. Oh. And it, boy, 
that that thing took off. We got a new we got a new n- new Rangers song. So yeah. We what blast- ride, guys. Pray tomorrow. Let's go. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be blasting some Creed. Creed might be there. Who knows? Oh yeah, my guy DJ C stats, he's gonna cook it up. I he cooks all year. It's gonna be fire. All right, fellas. Thanks to everybody. Thanks you th- you two for being a part of this one. And uh, we will see you next time for the last time in the 2023 season. Drop the deuces. Deuces. Where are my fingers at? There they are. (laughs) There we go. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.